Hello, cyber friends. This is Chatting Cyber, and I'm your host, Mark Shine. This podcast focuses on how companies can help qualify and quantify the cost of a data breach. Chatting Cyber features some of the most well-respected privacy and cyber experts in the world. Join the conversation with business leaders, government agencies, and cyber experts to learn more about how and why they got into this ever-changing field that we call cyber risk. Hello, cyber colleagues. I'm Mark Shine, National Co-Chair of the Cyber Center of Excellence. And today we have a true cyber celebrity with us, uh, CEO of Canari, Greg Edwards. Thank you for joining, Greg. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. So, Greg, let's jump right into it. Um, first question is, you know, how did a guy from Iowa end up having one of the most meaningful solutions to helping prevent ransomware in this day and age? Yeah, so my my background has always been in technology, and I started an offsite backup and disaster recovery company back in uh, 2007. Before the cloud was the cloud, we were we were doing offsite recoveries for companies. Uh, in around 2012, we started to see the rise of ransomware happening, and over so between 2012 and 2015 of our offsite backup companies, 20% of them were hit by ransomware and acquired full-on recoveries. And so I knew that in, you know, and that was before ransomware was ever even in the news and anyone knew what ransomware was. And so I knew this was going to be a massive problem. Uh, and it was, it was a good time to exit from the offsite backup business. It was becoming, um, becoming commoditized and made sense to exit from that business and then uh, immediately started a cybersecurity company actually with the intent to be uh, an MSSP, so a managed security services practice. And even using the best of the best tools, our clients were still getting hit with ransomware. And so then we set out, uh, set out to build our own tool and that is what is now Canary today. And we utilize deception technology for that. I don't know that I'm answering the question about Iowa. I'm not exactly sure how, uh, how a guy starts out in <laughs> Iowa uh, and ends up with, we have employees all over the world. And um, I live on a, I live out in the middle of nowhere on a farm and run my company from here since the pandemic hit. We all, we were mostly remote anyway, and went completely remote. And now I, I run the company from from my farm in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. So, so it can't beat that, right? Uh, so Greg, in, in your opinion, um, you know, understanding that the pandemic is the number one, you know, biggest concern for, for business leaders right now and understanding ransomware is number two, how do you think we got to that point? So if you look back to, again, back to 2012, it coincides, the rise of ransomware coincides with the use of cryptocurrency. So not I, I'm a I'm a fan of cryptocurrency personally, but the rise of ransomware and cybercrime in general all started to take off around that 2012 mark. And that's when that's when Bitcoin became really be, started to become mainstream. It was introduced in 2009, but no one really knew what it was and became started to become mainstream in 2012. And you can just see the rise of ransomware and the rise of cybercrime in general just skyrocket from that point forward. Sure. I, I appreciate the perspectives. Um, you know, switching gears, you know, I was wondering if you could kind of share with our listeners, you know, when we talk about layered security, and what does that actually mean? Yes. Like why is it critical for businesses? Yep. So you think about, it, I mean, to put it in the layman's terms, it's 
if if an attack gets through one layer, then hopefully it doesn't get through the next layer. If it gets through that layer, then you got another layer to stop it. And so that's the the layman side of it. And then the technology side of it, you think of it as email filtering as that first layer. Okay, if if a malicious email gets through that filter and gets into the system, then you've got um, antivirus and endpoint detection and response to hopefully catch it at that layer. And then beyond that, you've got um, file integrity monitoring and deception technology tools like Canary to catch it after that. That all doesn't work, then you still have backup and disaster recovery. So that's, you know, that's the 30 second explanation of what layered security is, but it is about having those multiple layers of defense that hopefully stops it at the first layer. But as we all know, that obviously doesn't happen. And then down and down the line. And each of those systems has to be properly configured and properly managed for them to be effective. Sure. We always hear people talk about, you know, a business getting hit with ransomware. But what about the idea of an MSP getting hit or an MSSP getting hit? What would yeah. be the ramifications of that? So I have a direct story on that. And that's a, that is a horror. I mean, it's a horrible day for any CEO, but if you are the CEO of a managed services practice and, and to explain what a managed services practice is, the IT department, outsourced IT department for companies. And so they have the, the tools to be able to connect remotely and monitor and manage that set of clients' networks. Um, I actually had an MSP um, from the Midwest reach out to me, um, found, found me online and knew that I dealt with ransomware and unfortunately couldn't help them because it was after the fact and we, we need to be there before the fact. Um, they had 80 of their clients hit with ransomware simultaneously through their RMM, which is remote monitoring and management. Um, they compromised one of their employees' systems, uh, their credentials, logged right in, and then set off this attack on a Friday, late Friday afternoon, and 80 clients simultaneously fully encrypted. I'm sure there's plenty of horror stories like that out there. Yeah, well, and then when you have supply chain attacks, like what happened with SolarWinds and then Kaseya, which is Kaseya's specific for MSPs, that in that case, it's not even the MSP's fault. That first story, that was the MSP's fault for not having proper multi-factor authentication configured for all their for all their users of that RMM tool. But when you have a supply chain attack, there's there's very little that can protect against that other than the right EDR tools, file integrity, deception monitoring tools, and then ultimately backup. Sure. So Greg, um, you know, you know, you know, we've seen kind of this great shift to working from home. And the idea of working from home makes you more vulnerable to a possible ransomware incident. Um, you know, is there any advice you can provide to you know the listeners to help you know better protect themselves? Oh, for sure. I mean, it starts with because so what happened in the in the pandemic is everyone said, "Go home, go work from home." Here's your laptop, or even people were carrying desktops and their monitors out of the office to go work from home and then connecting remotely in any fashion that they could. And so that inherently just 
opens opens up lots of uh, lots of additional vulnerabilities and attack surfaces for the attackers. So what has to be done is all of those endpoints, laptops, desktops, even mobile devices, need to be properly locked down. Uh, and then also need to make sure that the networks that they're on, so that they're not at home behind a seven-year-old router that's never been updated, um, got to have the proper security now across all of those remote workers and manage them just like you would your as if it were in an old corporate network environment. Sure, sure. You know, th this has been really helpful and I very much enjoyed our conversation, Greg. You know, is there anything that I should have asked you before I let you go that I didn't get to ask you? I think um, what's the, you know, probably the only thing is just what's the one thing that people should do to protect themselves from ransomware? The easy answer to that would be Canary, and I would recommend that. But um, actually, the number one thing that I would recommend people do is patch their systems. I mean, if you're not doing that now, then you absolutely should be patching because what and what patching is is software updates and security updates for all of your systems, so that when one of your users gets that message that says, "Hey, your Amazon shipment is is late. Click here to." reroute it then that that exploit that they're trying to run in chrome or in um, edge won't be allowed to run if it's properly patched and, and greg if the listeners wanted to reach out to you what would be the best way to uh, uh find your find you is it uh, email twitter linkedin uh, linkedin actually is the best way to reach out to me uh search for greg edwards and canary or greg edwards and ransomware and you'll find me um don't just don't search for just greg edwards because there's more than one of us out there well greg thanks for coming on the show and chatting cyber with us absolutely thanks for having me